Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Hello, 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 welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me as always, my wonderful sidekicks first, Mr. Mosku. Can I kick it? Yes. And then there's Baby Huey. What's going on? Okay, and what's going on, Ben <laughs> Mauer? Beep you! That was a good, was a good one. That's a good one. All right. So this is the seventh time we've done this intro. <laughs> yes. Hello. 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 So entertaining when Menti gets the giggles. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, you know, I'm not actually. Like I'm a six-year-old girl. Uh-huh. And I'm stress-free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Are you, oh, wow. I sound like a bitch. pony. You do, actually. <laughs> At least it's a happy pony. It is a happy pony. All right. Well, on that news, yeah. on, on Friendship is Magic, My Little Pony Hour over here, uh, let's uh, let's talk about our- uh, what, our we, what are we talking about? Friendship is not magic. <laughs> it's, it's, why it's, it's why it's remote now. <laughs> <laughs> You're not within striking distance. Oh, I've never but, hit Menti. For real, Hard. though. What, 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 are we ta- what are we talking about? Um, I'm going to continue to talk about the DC Extended Universe revamp vision of uh, awesomeness. And then some. (laughs) There's a lot in that. Uh, We're covering uh, Prey. Everybody see Prey? Just, yep. He just straight up stole my today. Just stole my time. I'm I'm just announcing it, just like we're going to... Just like we're going to talk about Sandman, too. Well, I guess forget the round robin then, Moshko. Oh, we're rounding <laughs> all the robins. All right, baby. I'm talking about Adam Sandler. What are you talking no. about? I got some, uh... here. <laughs> this is going to be a long, long issue. <laughs> I got turtle news. <laughs> turtle news. Turtle. turtle news. Turtle news. Do you see turtles? <laughs> Wow. Turtle enough for the turtle I like club? turtles. All right. How many turtle right. puns can we throw in here? I like turtles. We have just gone off the deep end, gentlemen. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I set us down a path that we don't, can't seem to recover from. Mauer. Mauer. Who needs structure? Mauer. Please. <laughs> go into your topic. So hot. Just, just go into your Want topic. To touch the okay. Me. All right. Um, DC Extended Universe of Awesome. Um, so remember last week when we were like, hey, DC looks really good. There's only like one or two projects that we're iffy about, and we don't know if they're going to live up to the standards that the rest of them seem to be setting forth uh, in recent uh, releases. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. The next day they canceled those shit-ass projects. So <laughs> Batgirl was canceled. Um, what was the sequel to Scoob? Was canceled. Scoop. Gotham uh, Knights. Gotham too. Knights was canceled. So they. Well, let's went, go there. Let's go. To, let's go down that list real quick. Go down that list. Are we upset about Batgirl? Hell no. 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 Now that's not to say that a Burnside Batgirl movie couldn't be awesome, but apparently, from everything I'm hearing, this was like a horrible episode of a television, like a CW show. Apparently, all the test audiences just hated it. <laughs> so here's the thing. It, it wasn't actually hated. It scored in the low 60s, which was similar to uh, the Shazam sequel and Black Adam. They wow. were in the 60s. Wow. That's But that's this was lot. the low 60s. Here is the biggest difference. It was compared to a bad TV episode, how, or a, a small TV episode. However, people liked the acting and the story. It was just it looked kind of cheap because the budget was cheap because they were planning to put it on streaming. Now, them going forward and saying we want to only do theatrical releases means they would have had to have spent 30 to $40 million in marketing and distribution to get this movie out there. 
on a movie that was already deemed that it wasn't really a, a theatrical film. What would that do positive for the DCU other than, oh, this movie doesn't look good. It would give them the same thing that Marvel went through when they put the Inhumans in theaters. And it just wouldn't make them any money? It wouldn't make them any money. And it would cost them an extra 30 to $40 million. Now, canceling this, they Eternals. can take... What? In what theaters? I'm just, I just I'm fact-checking here. Inhumans. You meant the Eternals? Inhumans. Inhumans. Inhumans no, no, in they, they released Inhumans in, in theaters. Yeah. The TV show? That, that yeah. just goes they to released, show. They released, what, the first two episodes first two of one episodes movie or something movie. like yeah. that? They did, yes. Cool. All right. That's why I missed it. So... Now that uh, you interrupted me, so I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, he too. That's, he was that's how this show works. Come on, <laughs> he pulled a Huey. He gave you a beep, you in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, so by canceling it, you get rid of that. There's no good thing that would have come out releasing it in the theaters. There's a lot of good about them taking on that debt and canceling out some of the stuff they just spent a ton of money on and they're planning on spending a ton of money on. This allows them to put some big budgets into other projects because it's kind of balancing their books out a little bit. Now, they have gone out and said it was nothing against the director or the actress, and you know it was just this wasn't a film that fits into the narrative of what they want the DCEU to stand for. They want it to be blockbuster films and very proud big movies for this ip i think proud is probably the good word there that's probably the best word to use because like you have something like joker and that's something that everyone at that right. at company is proud of well we went but, through we, their, their last five or so releases all have gotten not only critically you know great reviews but they've had even uh what was it the suicide squad that was released directly to digital at the same time that still mm -hmm. almost broke even in the theaters and it was free mm -hmm. for people that had hbo max to watch if they would have done that just in theaters imagine how big that movie would have been from word of mouth of how good it was sure that was still pandemic times right right but that's what they're looking at by them releasing that on hbo max but they're i mean it's an insurance write-off at this point right i mean that that's... it's a write-off but they want to know they don't need the subscribers their subscribers are already the second biggest streaming when they were just HBO Max. When they combine the two streams, there's likely that they're going to be the big dog at that point. <laughs> Cross the streams. And they can take out the ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Stay Puft Marshmallow Man doesn't stand a chance. Thanks, Discovery+. Plus. <laughs> so the, the big to-do that's going on right now, are people comparing it to since it had the low 60s and Shazam and Black Adam scored in the 60s? Now, here's the differences. People saw the entire Batgirl. They only saw parts of the other two. Part mm. two. Wasn't the uh, Black Adam one like a first well, we're gonna We're going to get to Black Adam. Let's look at Shazam. Shazam they saw parts of, and it's a movie that already has a built-in fan base. And the issues that were had with it were more story and some other kind of elements, not the fact that it felt like a cheap TV show. So they can do reshoots and fix those. They can't undo a cheap TV show feel, feel without redoing the entire thing. Let's go to Black Adam. It has the rock. It doesn't matter if that thing is the biggest piece of horseshit in the world. It's going to have blockbuster numbers opening weekend to make them a shit ton of money. This is business. This isn't let's make everybody happy and feel, you know, included and soft and happy. They're doing what's best for business. Like, it, it, it sucks to say that, but we but need them to do well. We need them to make money so they can put out another Superman movie that we all want to see. So they can do the sequels to the Batman. So they can do the Penguin show, the Arkham show, and all that other shit that needs a lot of money. They need a lot of money because they just lost a lot with all these projects that were just sitting there floundering. That's my two cents. <laughs> it's more like 50. It's no, like 50, uh, no, it 50 all makes sense. I, I still think it's a little weird that a finished production doesn't end up uh, on HBO Max. Uh, so that's still weird to me. But I it love can't be if they want to claim it as a write-off. Right. And so also, that's the if they want to build, if they're looking to build this new universe, using the the stuff that was produced not under their rule essentially is not going to help them at all moving their story 
Well, apparently they rewrote the end of The Flash, and that's part of the reason why we haven't yeah. heard or seen anything of it. So apparently, has well, we might never see that. No, it, apparently no, it's being released, news. And, and test audiences seem to love it. So here's why so, we're going to see that. It doesn't matter how much of a piece of shit that wow, Ezra you just, Miller that word, is. That word, he just flosses with that word. He yeah. just... <laughs> now, <laughs> let's just add a little insight to that, because as of maybe an hour or two ago... <laughs> On video uh, footage. Vi- no, not video. Well, I guess the, the break-in that he did back in September, he was now officially... They were now officially charged with uh, grand have, theft, Yeah, whatever. they have video footage of it now. <laughs> right. So like that... They have footage of him breaking and entering. entering. Ezra Miller. They have footage of they. Sorry. Again, we've apologized before. It's somebody that we don't like, so I don't pay attention to. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Whether or not they have changed. Well, plus, that's just a a hard one to say. It's it's a plural on a singular. Oh, yeah, that's a hard one. Um, But anyway, so here's why no matter how much of a piece of shit he is, that movie is going to be released. <laughs> Accountability over it entertainment. Just, um, just amazing. Booyah. That whole thing, and then just one <laughs> sentence later. Um, booyah. You have to release that movie in order for them to set up the rest of the DCEU. This is the cornerstone of them being able to go, we're keeping Aquaman, we're keeping Wonder Woman, we might be bringing back Affleck because he's seeming to having fun and having creative control again. And Shazam is doing well on Black Adam. Like, they have lots of good shit now from the mm-hmm. original DCEU that they want to keep. They just can't reboot everything. So they need to feel like they explain something so it makes sense for the rise of the world to go, okay, well, that's how this works. Because if they break all that continuity, they're going to have even more angry people asking for them just to reboot it. And the movie's going to make money. Yeah. Doesn't matter that people hate Ezra. People like The Flash, and they want to see Keaton and The Flash and Flashpoint in screen. I can't believe, like, I can't believe they just, like, dive-bombed their career so fast. I mean, it was like his own Barry Allen. You know we what I mean? said just, from it, day just one, in, though, in toxic that there, there was something about them that we didn't like. Well, no, it was after it was no, it wasn't even just day one. It was it was the the weird choking the woman at the. It was before that when the casting in the first movie came out. If you go back, I'm sure you can find it where we're just like, there's something off about. And it turns out that gut instincts are right most of the times. And Ezra... uh, it's just incredible though, like how how many back to back to back to back things, bef- like the only thing I mean, that his, can help him career, is if he comes his... out with a drug problem and goes to rehab and ask for forgiveness that's the saving grace right now yeah but it's still gonna be another 10 years before somebody trusts ezra with the project so the people that are like well why did they cancel the latina or latinx batgirl that was that was uh kevin Kevin smith that was kevin smith kevin's well there's a lot of people saying that the reason is money specifically kevin smith though he said those exact words (laughs) The, the, the the reason is money and the reason is money, and the reason is money. It is, is just money. weird. I know you're right. You're right because, like, yeah, I, I, people they could, can't cancel Flashpoint. No, it's too important to their future plans. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. And those other ones aren't. I mean, including Kevin Smith's show. I mean, that's his show got the axe as well. And I'm, uh, you know, Constantine didn't get the axe, so a bunch of things are okay. So J.J. Abrams' show apparently is still moving forward. And I hate to say this, do you know why? Kevin's got the axe and theirs didn't. Because Kevin's isn't going to bring the the clicks and the mm-hmm. views that somebody like J.J. Abrams' Constantine project is going to bring. The budget was so high mm-hmm. um, on that particular project. So just to talk a little bit more about it, because not many people knew. Uh, I was actually watching his, it was on, um, what is it, Hollywood Babylon? or Hollywood Babylon, yeah. Babylon, yeah, the show he does with the other guy. I can't think of his name. Gorman. Ah, yes. Mystic so he was talking about that. He was talking about everything that had to do with DC, and he said you know, essentially that he also had a project that he was informed that was no longer going to move along, uh, and that was like, an anthology series on, um, what was it, Strange Adventures? Yep. Um, so the, and they, they as in DC, um, informed him that his budget 
for the for the episode and for all the episodes on this, we're going to be between 16 and 20 million. Now, we know Kevin Smith. We know he usually works with pretty small budgets, and he's fine with it and produces you know decent content. Uh, so he was like, I have no idea what I would even do with that much money. Uh, <laughs> but the the story that he wrote was going to be uh, basically about uh, Jimmy Olsen and uh, who was it? I forget who the other. Uh, basically Bizarro. We'll we'll just say that. Um, and for this, and and this is the cool thing, he was pursuing Nicolas Cage to play Bizarro for this. Yeah. Now I'm sure we all kind of wanted to see that. <laughs> yeah that's that's one of those things it's a shame that we won't get i will watch anything kevin smith puts out so will i regardless regardless like i'm not always going to (laughs) agree with him but i anything i'm a fan of that man anything he puts out i'm i'm 100 down the problem is the non-kevin smith fans and i'm not saying the people that hate him the people that just aren't fans of his don't care about his projects and think they're crap for the most part like, he gets such bad backlash from those people for not giving him a chance because they see him as the guy that has the poop monster in Dogma and has the movie. And the poop monster in Dogma was amazing. Let's Don't not act like twice. that wasn't the funniest thing because no one <laughs> saw that coming. That was, whoo, that was, that was Kevin Smith at his finest. Tusk kind well, of alienated him even further. Tusk, Tusk would have been average. better if he would have done a better job, just not even him, but if a better job was done explaining that the concept of that came from his podcast. You right. know what I mean? Like, that movie was written in part through the podcast <laughs> that he was doing. You know what I mean? Like, they, it was just a crazy concept that they kind of hashed out while recording. So, I don't know. It, the, that makes that a lot better to me. So Yeah, but- and it screwed us out of anybody seeing our script that we've been trying to put together for the last six months. <laughs> so you know based on the podcast got so it. dc has a lot of stuff <laughs> going for it right now for the people that are thinking and calling them the evil empire they're not they're doing all this so they can give us what we've complaining about for the past 10 years we're going to get a lot of really cool superman stuff we're going to get a lot of really cool batman stuff we're going to get more wonder man wonder woman stuff we're going to get aquaman stuff and we're going to get shazam black adam we're more than likely going to see henry cavill versus the rock because yes. no, of, that's that's happening because oh. of all of these things of them saving money and setting up structure and, and the rock's ego well, and the rocks you go. <laughs> I mean, let's be fair. That that was in the cards way before Discovery Plus was was coming around. Them making a ten year plan with their current successes and the people they have involved is much different than saying, "Hey, Zack Snyder, here's the ball. Go play with it." It's a totally, and he fumbles it the whole time. There's a total different ball game now because they're thinking about different projects in different ways and how they can put that out over 10 years versus we're going to follow this one string of events and that's it. All right, now I'm done. <laughs> that was the other 50. No, I mean, look, I'm, I'm, more, I'm at this point, I know everyone keeps saying that the MCU phase four wasn't that bad and people are over exaggerating because it did have a lot of wonderful moments, but it really is the weakest of the phases. Um, it truly is unquestionably is the weakest of the phases, although it's got the most content. Um, so that does leave a poor taste in your mouth a little bit, especially, um, if you did not just enjoy every single thing that they were pumping out for a while, or if you were this was a very, right. That's what I mean. If you, <laughs> I think this was a very divisive phase for new fans and old fans. I have a feel because this is the first time that they made huge deviations, well, not the yeah. first time, but like this, and the most memorable time they've ever made deviations. Huge so, deviations to the core of characters. Right, right. And I kind of get Moon Knight. I don't, I don't get some of the other decisions. I kind of get Moon Knight now because if they're going to look at Daredevil as their version of Batman, why have two MCU Batmans? So let's have a, bat, a Spawn and a Batman and just leave Daredevil be Batman. You yeah, I mean? but if they had the nice thing between Batman or Batman, Moon Knight and uh, Daredevil is even though they're both street level and kind of similar, you have the one who is, if you think about Dungeons and Dragons, he is kind of the uh, <laughs> the lawful good for a lot of the things. 
and then you have the chaotic uh, good in Moon Knight. Like, they bash in their interactions because they see themselves as two sides of the same coin. And they just go about it different ways. I'm not saying the comics isn't better at all i'm just saying that if you're trying to uh, if you're trying to have a comic book hero on in the mcu that relates to everybody out there for spawn fans they don't really have much now they do and for batman fans daredevil the batman daredevil <laughs> the the gritty dark knight daredevil from netflix is making his debut so and with an 18 episode show it kind of makes sense to me not yeah. that i'm saying it's better again Some but i get it shit Horse but that's shit. my but that's my point is it's like for example i saw for, for the first time in a long time i've saw people posting about comic book uh comic book movie satur- oversaturation like it's just it's too much we've we've <laughs> all seen and dealt with too many comic book related stuff and now people are moving on to other interests i don't think that's true but i can see how people would get to that point especially when the mcu has just been kind of a little bit mediocre than they usually are so now that but that that's the opportunity of a lifetime for dc there was ever a time to strike while the iron's hot it's right now yeah they come out the gates with something like if they were to hit us with a fandom that just crushes phase five and phase six phase six it's game, i mean they're now they're now running just the same race yeah, if they come out and they go superman man of steel 2 the Batman what? two, Black Adam versus Superman, um, oh, Justice nuts. League, Tower of Babel. Oh, it would. Be, oh my goodness, that place. You have to say what Tower of Babel is. Tower of Babel <laughs> is where somebody breaks into the Batcave, gets all Batman's uh, contingency plans for the Justice League, and uses them to take out the entire Justice League in order to crush Batman's spirit it- and body. If you're not a comic fan and you don't like actually reading the books, Tower of Babel is beautiful and it's wonderful and you should go read it. But uh, they did make Justice League Doom, I believe it was called. Yep. Which is that story. Yeah, it was very good. It's not the same, but good. Um, I always said, and we've talked about the show, I always felt the way they brought the Justice League together should be a reverse Tower of Babel. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Hmm. Where somebody breaks in, takes it all out, and he goes in order for us to be safe where this never happens again we need checks and balances and he gives them all ways to take each other out if need be if one of them decides to go evil Hmm. so that's it's it's an interesting idea but that's but my point is if they were to hit us with the same kind of marvel fanfare that that and dc fandom does a great job of it but a more coherent plan for uh for their ip I, I think this is the best time for DC to to catch up. And they uh, to don't Marvel need because... to do what Marvel does and say, here's the next four years. No, just if two. they just give us the next year of saying, here's this, by the way, this may be in your future. And just tease it. And I'm gonna tell mm-hmm. you what, if 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 all of a sudden Grant Gustin comes out of nowhere yeah. as the as the movie flash, oh buddy, that place would explode. So here I'm gonna I'm gonna paint a picture for you guys. Imagine this: we've gone through fandom. All right, they're doing their thank yous at the end. It's the Rock. I just want to thank everybody for coming out and blah blah it would blah. Be the Rock, and too. Then, that's not how he sounds. He opens and, and then closes all of a sudden, it. you just see Henry Cavill walk up to him, say hi, I'm Superman. <laughs> they shake hands, and that's the end of fandom. Like all they have to do to tease that is those two being in the same spot, introducing themselves to each other the fans would go beeping nuts and that and that would give them enough to move forward they don't have to put a movie out that the, like a plan for the movie they just have to put them to in the same spot and hint at it that's what they were expecting at hall h didn't happen well they yeah, realize he knows as- now fandom is their thing they control all of it true fandom is great off it and i want fan i, I want mm-hmm. everyone to have their own fandom but it it was interesting to see how lackluster DC's presentation was, and I think that really I think a lot of that comes down to Ezra Miller's Flash. I really think that they probably I think had fifty fifty. They had a, probably an entire like they probably had a whole section of that of their um, announcement that was just thrown away. They, I bet you there was footage, but they had to re they had to yeah. redo the ending. And here's the other thing people are talking about: Blue Beetle. Oh, Blue they Beetle, cancel yeah. that. People are scared. Why they they're cancel that. Cancel that. They're not going to cancel that. One, 
they're spending a shit ton of money on it. Like, it's a lot of money Wait, in that budget. You think Static and all them is okay? Static's all the, dead. All the milestone stuff? Static is dead. Oh, no. Did um, they announce Static's dead? No, but they haven't really announced anything for Static, really. It's just kind of there. Here's why they're not announcing those future, future products being dead. If they start making money hand over fist with this next year or two, it's going to open them up to do more things. We might get another Batgirl project. Blue Beetle is a, not only a big budget theatrical release already. It wasn't going straight to HBO Max. It fits in with what they're doing, and it gives them a character similar to what they did with the Suicide Squad, where they can kind of have fun with it. Where they were playing with fire with Batgirl. Like, I, I hate to say it, like, that was a risky project with some of the character changes and swaps they made. It going directly to HBO Max. Like, it was too much of a risk for it to go to theaters. Well, what do you think Idris Alba's thing is? Mm, I mean, he I just, just saw that. He just talked about he's got some big DC project right around the corner. It's the next Suicide Squad movie. You think that's what it is? Yep, him and Will Smith. Him and Will Smith? Wow. Wow. First off, like, man, Will like Smith Will's going planned right now. If that were to happen, <laughs> well he's got four movies planned. And it's a per right the Suicide Squad is a perfect movie for him to make a for comeback to come back after with. the Oscar mm -hmm. stuff. Yep. I agree. Wow. I'm just putting it out there. That's what I think it is. What an amazing that's a wow. Cuz they both said they want to do it. Oh, 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 I have to I have to ruin ruin stuff a little bit. Mauer Mauer, can you tell me what happened with Joker 2? <laughs> what, ha what happened so recently you with, know jo that, with Joker like, 2? <laughs> fake ass, oh, I'm so strange, uh, singer that calls herself Lady Gaga. It's extremely successful. and has You're a, living in a world of hate has right hit, now. It, yeah, has, oh, has wonderful. Terrible. Has, I'm has so hit weird. And, and great Listen, you're and... a rich broad from upper New York that was a blues <laughs> singer that wasn't making it that way, who came up with a different persona and faked it to get a whole bunch of people to like you, and then was just like, ah, that's not really me anymore. So every it's pop amazing. star ever. It's amazing. <laughs> but she didn't say she was a pop star. How many words he can use to say I'm jealous? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's just, I, hate, I hate those fake musicians. That's like 90% like, of musicians. It's not maybe ninety percent of who you listen to, baby. Well, Haley. her poker face is about to show up with, uh, <laughs> with uh, what's his name? A plastic surgeon. Um, what the hell's his name? Arthur Fleck. Joaquin Phoenix. Arthur, Arthur Fleck. Fleck. Yeah, hopefully she gets hurt on tour and doesn't actually show up in Joker. <laughs> what? No, what? Why? Why? <laughs> Come on. She's terrible. I'm nobody. Uh, it seems the world disagrees, but the rest of us are all pretty excited for it. And they also, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Zizi. Zazzy. That's her name. Miss Beats. The Beats. Miss Beats. She apparently is uh, is in talks to make a, a comeback as well. And I just love the idea of that that movie ending with Harley hunting her for hurting Arthur, and be as and and Arthur having to defend the woman he never actually had a relationship with. I just don't like the fact of somebody that isn't of Joaquin's caliber. You don't think Joaquin had something I mean, to do with the casting? She's only been nominated a couple times for Oscars. like For she, music. No. She played herself. So? She played a musician. And? She still, and? She still acted. Mauer, if I said play Mauer and I needed a good crying scene from you, it wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, but she would not sure but she still pulled it off that's still that's that's how acting works that's why that's why like eminem was great at eight mile he still was eminem would but he did a great, great job and that yeah he was a great actor in that 100 he was because in he showed oh because a big part Ooh, of acting is, is showing emotion <laughs> is this showing Cut emotion part so if you can be emotional <laughs> yeah but you're talking about one of the greatest actors of our time Okay. Are we he still needs... talking about Eminem? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. No, no. Just making sure. I'm just saying that Joaquin Phoenix 100% made the decision to have her on there. Uh, You're acting as though Joaquin. he wasn't a part of that decision. Aren't they like friends? Like, I think, I would, why I think would they be friends? And not only are they friends, I bet you why he's, they? he's thrilled. I can't wait. You know what's going to be so fun? 
when the uh, when the tours the uh, the press junkets all start and oh, he talks about, talk about how I he's just, gonna lush over. Anytime she's on any screen, it just makes me want to vomit. Can we all just right now just just you know, not Mount Mauer, Moshko and Huey? Every time he has a quote, we have to read it on the show. Like every time, <laughs> every time he has a quote. This is enough where I might not see the movie though. Oh, oh come it. on! I can't stand That's her so and her giant ridiculous. fucking nose. It's so what? ridiculous. Come on. All right, then who? I, we know it's right. not going to happen now. Who would you have picked? Who is For your Harley, number one? An unknown actress or? <sighs> okay, but she can't hold her own up against Joaquin Phoenix, but an unknown can. Right. An actress, not a, a pop star. She's, that wants she's to be proven an she she's can been act. acting for the last ten years, and she proves that she can do it regularly. <laughs> regularly. Trust me, I would like to see somebody else, but I don't think you're giving her a fair shake here. <laughs> I won't, and I can't because I. Every time she's on a fucking screen anywhere. Wow. She, she, you hear uh, like the yeah, f bombs are dropping now. Dude, this is amazing. This like, is amazing. I can't stand her. I can't stand her fans. Look, uh, it's I really. Fair. Think- I, feel the same way about Zendaya most of the time, so I understand where you're coming from. I don't think but you do. I don't I'm think not you do. bash the hell out of her. Because Moshko, you'll still watch Euphoria. That's true. He won't. Well, that's for <laughs> he, the everybody else. He won't. I don't, he's never seen any of the movies she's been in. Yes, I have. What one? The one with Bradley Cooper, uh, the suicidal musician one. Oh, that was and <laughs> That was great. Silver Line, not Silver Lining Playbook. Was that Silver Lining Playbook? That was the original was better, but this one was okay. The one with Kenny what, Rogers and Dolly Parton. Yeah. No, the one. Was it Rog- Kenny Rogers? Or- that was the yeah. s- first one. There was a one after that. That movie's been made like three or four times. Oh. Regardless. Man. And now he's. Well, now, you Yaga. know what's going to happen when he's done this recording? He's going to blow off steam in the comment sections around, born. The, around Facebook. <laughs> yeah, just anytime she's involved in anything. Like the fact that I had to watch Metallica perform with her was gut wrenchingly bad. What Metallica? She was she had something to do with Metallica. Yeah, she performed and then she sabotaged them so that James Hetfield's mic didn't turn on. Oh, got it. So oh. she was definitely definitely malicious. I get it. She's terrible. I get it. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Screw Lady Gaga. Maybe even though all the cast is decided to do it, ZZ uh, Miss Beats. If I'm seeing this right, she was she was a writer on Ted Lasso. Who is <laughs> Lady Gaga? Is she really? If I'm looking at this well, is for there an episode, music in Ted Lasso? Uh, I mean, probably, but it's not saying for music. It's saying for right. writer. Well, going from one thing that's terrible, let's go to another thing that's probably going to be terrible. Baby Huey, what's going on on Netflix with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, that was terrible. I don't even know why it, you did that to yourself. That's like him going <laughs> to the comment section. Like, yeah, that was, there was well, nothing but hurt and disappointment. <laughs> M- Menti, here's the thing True. with that. The action figures are cool. And the story is kind of cool. Uh, for that I don't like the story. They're all being different types of turtles. I can't. Uh. I no. I well. So we're talking about the rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles. Good the movie. movie. Gross. I, I like the idea that they're different turtles. I don't. I don't like Leo not being the leader. I don't like them having new weapons. I don't like Mikey having a yo-yo. Well, so at the end of the series, they all get their weapons back. Leonardo's back to being the leader. Although they kind of retconned it back to Raph. Dumb. In the movie, the movie, it's, it's like an hour and 20 minutes. It was painful to watch. It's just because to me, Rise is like Teen Titans Go. It's over the top that's, of the slapstick. You know, that's a great comparison. That's a great comparison. There was a few good episodes of the show. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. And Teen Titans Go, Go has some, some wonderful moments. <laughs> I mean, there are yeah, there there are aspects that I like of Rise. I I, li- I actually love the theme song, but just the the whole campiness it's it's beyond over the top. Now this movie serves as the end of the show, right? Correct. There were rumors that there was gonna be like a two movies, but I don't see that happening anymore. I it's only this this one. So the the concept for this movie was that in the future, like thirty years, I think in the future. Leonardo is like the last turtle surviving from the Krang invasion. He sends back Casey Jones to come back to the past to help try and prevent it. So the the Krang invade and the turtles, you know, stop the invasion. Cool. Yeah. You know, you know what my problem is? 
is the whole concept of the Ninja Turtles is them working as a team, and there's just so much wonderful stuff that's already in the Ninja Turtles. It's a great world. There's so many stories that haven't been told, but yet everybody who gets their hands on the Ninja Turtles feels the thing they need to do is change the turtles. Well, and this story was that since Casey came back from the future, he said he told Leonardo, you're the greatest ninja ever. So that went to his head, and he's all doing, I can do this by myself. I'm the greatest ninja ever. Leo is like everyone. that? Yeah. Leo. Leo. Splinter's, Splinter's sidekick. Teacher's pet. Oh, don't get me started on Splinter. Teacher's pet. This is Splinter. ridiculous. <laughs> Spl- Splinter in this only cares about watching his soap operas. I yeah. hate Splinter. Dude, this show is awful. Um, this sound, there's nothing that sounds good about this. <laughs> like Seth, like, like Seth said, Rogen's is going to be great in comparison because on, there's no choice. There's, there's two oh, yeah. good things from the show. One, there are some pretty cool action sequences into it. And when they're in that mode... The turtles fighting together, it does feel like a Ninja Turtles show. Yes, when they do come together, yes. With yo-yos The action figures from the show were super dope. They didn't sell, though, unfortunately. Yeah, because they weren't weren't as dope as Maurer puts them out to be. My disdain disdain for this reboot is Maurer's disdain for Lady Gaga. (laughs) Baby Huey, back me up on the toys. Oh, yeah, I I love the toys. I'm just, I I wish they would have sold more to... Because, like, in a year and a half, the toys were gone yeah, from the shelves. Done. Very happy they didn't uh, sell more. Because if they would have, the show would have kept going. I'm very happy it turned into a movie on Netflix, all, and we're all done. That is also very true. Well, we're but not speaking, done. Yeah, we're not done yet. Because <laughs> we just got the logo reveal for Seth Rogen's Ninja Turtle movie. Here's the thing. Here's called- the difference between Rise of That and the Seth Rogen's Ninja Turtles movie. Here's the difference. We know one is crap. We're guessing one is crap. See? <laughs> I don't think one's going to be crap. You don't think Seth Rogen's name of it again is called Mutant Mayhem. Yeah. Here's why I don't think it's going to be crap. Did you watch the Mitchells versus the Machines? No. It is one of the best animated movies in the past. I don't know how long for a family friendly animated movie. It deserved to win the Oscars that it was up for. It was that good. Um, it, just the animation was cool. It was a little bit of a different style. Think of the flair that you liked about Ms. Marvel and put that into an animated movie. Like the girl there is a filmmaker, so they showed a lot of it like in her idea of making film. Um, and it was just a great, fun, action-packed, family-focused comedy. That's the director of this movie. So Seth Rogen is just producing and kind of writing the story well and seth wrote here's seth rogan when it comes to comic book stuff is hit or miss he is actually that's not true when it comes to comic book stuff he's usually hit it's other yep. stuff that he's miss <laughs> right. when it's because com- he he has a thing about respecting source material that i that i very much appreciate about him and then when he does deviate it is usually for production reasons you know, to keep the story moving at some kind of a pace that's that's ex- you know acceptable for the studios so i i I appreciate that his approach will be consistent with what I think Ninja Turtles needs to be from what it has become, but he still, it still worries me. Like, you know, Sausage, Sausage, what was it, Sausage Fest? It's a very funny movie, yeah. but it's uh, like, that, uh, yeah, it's like the jokes. I couldn't get through it. It's, there are some very funny moments to it, but it's just like, I don't know about this one, especially the way it ends and stuff. You're just like, ah. But with the director, I have full confidence of the director. I have a feeling this is going to be a traditional Ninja Turtle story, just with a wackier look to it. Yes, it's going to have some kind of different animation. And um, the yeah, logo the, the itself is art. weird. It's like, you know what it looks like? It looks like old, like, mid-90s, like, SoCal skate brands. You know what I mean? Yep. Which kind of fits into the same logo and look of the Mitchells versus the Machines. I guess it wouldn't be midnight. It would probably be early 90s, like Santa Cruz kind of. Even darker than Santa Cruz. It would be even like Zero. Yeah. Not Zero. Toy Machine. Toy Machine. That was the one. Toy Machine, Stereo. Uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, the, the concept art, it, it looks like it, they're taking, or Seth is taking aspects from the last of everything. couple. Yeah, of the last couple seasons and series. And throwing them all together, which I kind of like. You know what would be an awesome test? The only thing I don't like is is Leonardo has braces. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> weird. 
Leo or Donnie? Although Donnie I feel like if they might Liam, all, I can see Leo having braces though, and I kind of love that about yeah. it. Like everyone, out of all of them, it'd be like I need to be. Like I will the out of all of the Ninja Turtle reboots that have recently happened, the anime esque one that was on uh, Nickelodeon, I really liked a lot, and I love the fact that they just made him a Trekkie. Like I love that they yeah. made Leo yes. just more of a nerd than he. Like he's a nerd, but he's like super nerdy in that one. So I could see well, the, them doing that. <laughs> the like episode Mar- with the comic based on that Trek show on it is one of my favorite episodes. But what if the what if the show is about Janika, the, the new Ninja Turtle? I think that would be super divisive, but I could see that happening. Hmm. And I think she's great. Hmm. I think fans would actually love it, but I think that would be. I think it would cause a more of a storm that they then, but I don't know. People kind of want to do that. Storm. Are you ready for my my prediction? The return of Toka and Razor in a film. Hmm. Hmm. They might be in it. I mean, it is. Well, you could do him. So we might why, get a lot. Why? Why do you say that? Why are you so confidently? So here's the reason they just released the or are releasing the animated versions of those which they appeared in one episode of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I believe that episode was titled something like Mutant, Math- Mutant Mayhem or something oh, yeah. like that. Let me look it up. We also have the push of the movie release of them that just came out. Toka and Razor are getting a lot of different things pushed right now to the point where... Um, New toys, too. Well, yeah, what's the name of the creator? The nice He's one, been? not the jerk one. Eastman. Kevin Eastman. Um, he helped design the toys because they're two of his favorite characters. So him being involved with a lot more with it, I have a feeling they're going through the renaissance. Uh, we have a lot of the Teenage Mutant Nerd- Turtles 2 stuff coming out right now. So You know what you it, could do? Time. Even if it is Toka and Razar, you can have an early fight scene that leaves uh, a, like a, a Foot Clan... Um, member injured and Leo does the blood transfusion thing. So by the end of it, you get Janika. The episode it was called, it was Dirk Savage, Mutant Hunter. That's a new mutant was in the name. What if we're going to, we're going to get like a kind of a take on turtles forever. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. I don't think they're going to do turtles forever. I think it's going to be more. Well, I mean, like the storyline of like shredder turning everyone into mutants. Think of the 2003 show where they're returning the uh, turn of people into mutants. I think it's going to be more along those lines. We're Purple we Dragon have, and all. I mean, we have, you know, we got the logo now. We have some concept art, but we have like no idea what the story is going to be good. about. I don't want to know what the story is going to be about. Let me see it in the, <laughs> the show. Moshko apparently doesn't like the Ninja Turtles. And something tells me he's not going to like any of the things that we're going to talk about next. So you might as well just take a nap, buddy. <laughs> you might as well just call what it What are we quits. talking about next? I think we go into Prey next because that's the thing I'm most excited about, which yeah. just dropped on. And since, you know, it's a Marvel comic now, just dropped on um, on is. Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Prey. Remember they they uh, oh yeah they got the rights. And, and Alien. And Alien. And, Disney Princess. And I have I have an issue. <laughs> I definitely have an issue. One, one issue, really. But- other than that, I, I, I'm, I'll i just start this. I thought it was Griff's second best Predator movie. 100%. I, I agree. It. Is that a hard thing to accomplish? No. No. <laughs> no, cause, but I still You're love- it's better than Predator 2? Yes, I do. I do think it's better than Predator 2. 100%. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. I haven't seen I, two in a while, I so think it I'm goes. I do think it goes Predator. Another. I think it goes Predator, uh, Prey, Predator 2, Predators, The Predator. And then Aliens and Predators, those you can kind of- I don't, I, know. Reverse the I don't know where I would put them. Predators was horrible. I, Predators was way better than you think it is. Predators, the Predator like is the garbage. Ago. Is the worst movie. I would put the first Alien versus Predator above this. I would go Predator, Predator Two, the first Alien versus Predator. I would, Predators uh, this. I like Alien versus Predator. I do mm. like Alien versus Predator. I just so don't. I just problem don't with think this movie. It, I don't think of it like I think of predator movies because it's it's it tries to it, do the it has alien a lot stuff. of the predator lore in it though it does you're like right it. it does it does and it fits it mm-hmm. they 100 percent fit with the other movies so it's like my problem with this is it is too front heavy focused on her trying to be like hey i'm a hunter if they would have cut that down to just the first act and had more time of her actually coming up with traps and learning about the predator and hunting the predator 
follow more of that kind of format, I think it would have been much more entertaining. The second thing is the CGI, and it was worse than the original Predator. That is my that my biggest issue is the d- the design of this Predator. I, that was it, by far my biggest issue. I don't like the way it looks. I think it is the one of the coolest Predators we've seen in a movie, but it is just really hard to look at. I don't think the that the Predator itself was that bad, I, but it was the and I know Maurer's talking about the bear. Oh, don't get me started. All the wildlife was abysmal. Wildlife was terrible. And then the invisibility and coming in and out of that effect. It Mm -hmm. looked better on the original movie. Mm -hmm. The Arnold Schwarzenegger Predator did that effect. None of that stuff bothers me. Not, not like it, it may like all of this crazy stuff's happening on the screen, and there's me watching it who's lost in the thing that's happening in the story that I'm, that's being presented. You see that the hair of the bear is not where it needs to be, and it completely removes you from the, the story. The bear is very important. It removes it you from the story, story so much that you can't even focus on what's happening. Like you. So the other thing that removed me from the story a little bit was their weird choice of using languages. Yeah, like, I didn't know like when to throw subtitles on, when not to. If that was yes, that was very weird. Like she's speaking English, so when her and her brother are speaking English, is that just for us that yes. they're speaking English? Yes, because right, there right. there is an actual there's a cut of the movie that was the whole movie was re- They have a sub subtitle or a sub dubbed of them in the other language. Yes. But then when she's speaking English to the French guy, <laughs> does he is he speaking a what is it? A, well, didn't, it Apache? Didn't he say he speaks a lot of languages? Comanche. He speaks a lot, but Comanche. But which language is he speaking? Like, are they both speaking English? Yeah, at that I point? get. Yeah, but see, that doesn't. Like, again, that just, doesn't. That doesn't remove you from the story. I'll just okay. He speaks a little Apache. Done. It was like, just. It was just weird to then show the French language. I don't know because the predator <laughs> was one of the coolest predators. Like just looking for a fight. To me, it was the like. It was a predator who didn't really know Earth well, and well, just. No, uh, just that first scene with the with the uh, the wolf snake. No, the, the snake? snake was okay. The wolf when it bit him, and I was like, oh wow, the, oh, yeah. even because he it doesn't know how to take things. It doesn't. He's like, all right, we're we're gonna fight, and then it but bites it him in the leg. And I'm the like, lore. yes, so much, so well. Like they did the lore from that was built in Alien versus Predator the best way. They started with this lore in Predator Two, where if it thinks you're, th- it's looking for the best predator on the planet. Yeah. So he watches who's hunting who, and that's who he goes against. When her brother goes, I'm the threat, and doesn't think she's the threat the whole time, like, they didn't need that line in there. They didn't need her to be like, my power is you underestimate me. Like, that was the part I'm like, no, your brother was just kicking their ass. He's got more experience. Like, <laughs> there, there was no slight to you. Did you, did you see him wrecking that predator Especially since where she, you were hiding? She messed up in the beginning. Yeah. So, like, my my confidence in you would be a little shaken at that point, especially when we're going up to some, something that's killing everyone. <laughs> like, like, it's uh, not my, like you were Billy Badass, lady. But like, she was Billy Badass. She does, she gets to Billy Badass. Like, that final scene, that she had an Adrian Brody moment. Because I don't know if you guys remember Predators, but Adrian Brody, that scene where he sets everything on fire and just runs around beating the piss out of the Predator yeah. is amazing. It's so good. More traps... That's uh, well, just. I loved it. Was I thought it was clever how she used his helmet against him. Like yeah. there was so many mm-hmm. good aspects. By the way, spoiler alert. We should probably. I'll make sure that's in the write up because we are just spoiling the crap out of this movie. <laughs> I spoiled it an hour after I saw. It. So here's <laughs> it's all the, good. Here's the other two pieces that bothered me. Um, them not having the predator ship. We just come not, back just at not the seeing end. it. Yeah, you're not seeing it collect the body. The, this is the that's the weirdest mm. part to me. This, there's two weird things to me. Well, I also think that there's a sequel coming because obviously she has the gun that's supposed. We're gonna run with that, this for a while. She that gun's supposed to go to to, yeah. da, to Danny Glover. Goes to Danny Glover. So that gun, we know that there's another one coming. That they could maybe they 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 show back up to collect the body. But do you think they're gonna do it? The sequel is like minutes later, not. I don't. Time I jump? think. I, I think so. I I bet you it time jumps. I bet you it time jumps because it'll be interesting to see them at different periods. Like, oh, what if the next one? They wouldn't since, start that way. What if way, the next though. ones with samurais? But then, how does the gun mm, get there? Be cool. I. But that's a great question. Maybe, maybe. What if she just dies? What if it just opens with them already having the gun? Like they came back, killed her, took the gun. Like they I mean it's the predator. <laughs> it's the predator we're talking about here. Right. <laughs> um. So. Anyway, I, I I think it's weird that the the movie is like a, was three hundred years or something like that between this and 
Yeah, Some, 1700s. Something like that? Yeah, oh, okay. Go ahead. Well, all yeah, right, so, so if it's, let's say, 300 years. Oh, is it 300 years? Yeah. Is it 300 years? I think it's 300 years. I feel I don't know why I keep saying that, but I feel like that's what I heard. If you keep <laughs> saying it, it's right. <laughs> we're gonna, then we're just going to go with it. So three to so two, to three, two to three hundred years. <laughs> um, Some time ago, they looked so dramatically different, but people didn't change that much at all. Like if you're going to tell me that that was evolution that made the uh, the predator look like the predator does in predator the first predator movie, that this is the same species. Why do they go through such a dramatic altercation? Because they that use we the don't? DNA of the people they can a- capture. So, but the, so you think that the the new Predator movie is still a play? Uh-huh. I hate that movie. That's the stu. This is when people well, write so- themselves into a corner. They like this is when people overwrite something that's great and make it bad by trying to explain too much. So they've always had a tie to the Aliens movies, and the Aliens were they kind of adapted to the DNA of the thing they infected. They mm-hmm. were kind of a counterpart to that. So for a while there, it was almost implied that that's why they were going around and collecting the skulls and all. And in that The Predator movie, they just went too far with it. But I think they're just going to peel that back with it. That's where they get their technology is kind of going through taking these relics and the, the skulls of the best predator and the spines of the best predator and altering themselves. And there's just something great about Here, a monster showing up just hunting. When you when you write all that into it, it just is un, unnecessarily convoluted. Them saying this is the first time a predator came to Earth is weird because in Alien versus Predator, they were there before. They were the ancient Aztecs, which is well before the 1700s. Recon. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, and they would and, well, and they had their masks were different too. Like I, I hated that mask. I really just didn't. And it's funny when you do. You ever see what the original all design the for the Predator have different was? Ones. No, yeah, they all have. But been the, there are different predators that have weird masks. You've got the wolf. And yeah, you've but got... they don't have a long kind of donkey face. <laughs> like the, so, that was more of a skull on top of the technology, right, it, though. Exactly. It wasn't even a. Yeah. And and that's not even like I didn't even hate that as much. It's it, it's him coming out of the mask, and it looked almost like they were. Do you ever see what the original design for the Predator was supposed to be? It really does look yeah, like the, the Jersey long, Devil. Yeah. It's just gross and the Jean Claude Van Damme costume. So it, it seems like they tried to pull in that into this design, into the redesign of them. Yeah, it just they, it it looked. I don't know. I I hated the look. I it's it was the worst part of the movie for me. They're calling this the Feral Predator. That's, it's a good name yes. for them. So there is something to that where when you think of the species of them, it could be one that's not quite as evolved in a as the rest of them, which could explain why it doesn't have the same technology that the ones had in ancient Aztec times. And also and it looked different. Why he was getting like he still won every fight, but he got wrecked by by creatures you wouldn't expect to like I didn't think the wolf was gonna draw blood. I didn't think the wolf was gonna be that big of an issue, but the wolf wolf held his own for a second. So it, well, it, I mean the predator itself evolved through each kill too. Right. So are uh, so he wasn't aware of what those uh, species of animal would, how they, what they would do and how they would attack, and then they learned. But I, I, that aspect of it, I think, is the best part. It, that's what makes him so scary. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just a little bit more of Act 3, a little bit less, yeah. what was me? <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that's my thoughts on it. I was on my phone 30 minutes in. Oh, I, I absolutely. But, that's, but at 30 minutes is right when it changed to become a decent movie. Baby Huey, what'd you think? I, I really enjoy. I, I grew up with Moscow. I was a little bit on my phone in the beginning. But then once we got into the movie, I was all, all into it. Basically from the bear scene on. Which I give or take was about 30 minutes or so. I will say. Like, it gets around there. Something yeah, that I, did, I really enjoyed it. That didn't pass the phone test. Didn't come close to passing the phone test. Sandman. All right, now I'm checking out. Sandman. <laughs> That's exactly what I did 15 minutes into the first no, episode. I won't even watch it because I can't read the comics. They bore the hell out of me. It's yeah. just, it was the first episode is just, it's just him in captivity. Honestly, the best part of the first episode is the tease for all the other episodes. <laughs> the, the end credits. The end credits, the tease with the rest of the scene. And I think they knew it. 
That's what that's what bothers me so much about this episode. They could have condensed it even further and made that only a couple minutes, but the whole show is him sitting in a bubble. The whole no, show. Because- the Sandman fans are going to be like, this was the best piece of art ever. It was because cool. that's what they like. It was cool, so but it was so slow. So that seems to be the general take from they everybody is that it's fantastic. To, yeah, they're trying to appease both sets of people, the Uber fans and the casual It looks watchers. beautiful. Like all of the little clips that they show you after the first episode, the tease of what's coming for the rest of the season looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's great for people that like that IP. I'm not going to sit through it because I know I, I'll fall asleep. I can't read one of the comics without going, oh, my God, how many pages have I read? Three? It feels like. <laughs> well, it might be different when, they're, when, when you're not reading it and someone's screaming at you. <laughs> like, it's a little different. It's a, it's a bit of a different experience. Like, Jurassic Park, the book, is great, but, you know, so is the movie. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> There's other TV. Damn it, turn that Netflix off, Maurer. You're starting to fade. <laughs> yeah i don't know it's it's not bad it by no means is it bad the acting was great this the the pacing just was rough on that first episode because it goes through but you knew that going in and dude there's more the pacing on the book is terrible i get that but i was kind of hoping that they would fix that for a medium where you're watching like the pacing but of a they book don't hearing think that it's a problem in the book the fans of that love that pacing. Well, who knows? Maybe the pacing picks up the pacing in that first episode oh my goodness literally two de- two characters grow old while he just sits in a bubble. <laughs> but I have seen nothing but people go, it's the best comic book show ever. It looks beautiful. And, and, the, and I'm glad those fans got that. And I'll tell you, the scene, there are scenes that are ripped right out of the book. You mean somebody paid attention to source material of a book? Yes. <laughs> and it, it's possible? No. Not with Marvel. <laughs> nope. So, yeah, it's... I'm happy for Sandman fans. I'm sure Damien is giddy and spinning around in circles on the floor like Curly from the Three Stooges. But uh, but it's it's not for me. I am excited uh, that uh, we have season two of The Bear coming back. Yes. Yep. I don't know what The Bear is. Fantastic. It's so not The th- Bear from Prey. <laughs> uh, the Bear is... Uh, a chef show if you take the chef movie and mix it with rescue me from fx that's okay. the show it's probably one of the best tv shows of all time it's got a what's lip from uh shameless in it yeah jeremy allen white i believe so i believe that's his name is he the but yeah i kind of refer to him as lip no he's uh he Car- oh, carmy yes. yeah that's yeah. that's a bear no the name of a restaurant they're trying to build is the bear. But his nickname is also Bear. Word up. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. We got one last Uh-oh. thing that we got to talk about. Well, I don't really have to talk about it. You got to talk about it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a show you're going to hate, too. Uh, but, yeah, so just to stay relevant here. And oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no we're doing no, it. Here no, we go. No, here no. we go. We got some uh, our first look no. at the Ironheart show, and the Ironheart for anybody uh, unaware is Riri Williams taking over the the mantle of Iron Man in the MCU. It looks a damn like near thirty year old Riri Williams and uh, twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Look, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell was twenty five in high school in Scream. I feel like she's fine. Um, <laughs> anyway, she just doesn't look like the the one thing that Riri in the comics said is she was like just super super young. Almost like devil, dinosaur, and... I'm pretty sure no, she's supposed she to be in moved. college in this. Yeah, she is in college. Yeah, like she almost 100% that's, sure. That is absolutely where she builds her first uh, suit, is MIT. Yeah. She, she builds it out of scrap parts from MIT. Yeah, she's 15 in the comics. So. Yeah, when she's accelerated in the comics, so she's 15 in college. Right. Yeah. It, she's, but will she's she be... She's one of the no. smartest people. Isn't she like in the top 15 or something? She, top she can easily play an 18-year-old. All right? We're fine. Just meet in the middle. <laughs> We're focusing All on right. weird parts of this. The point being is that we know she's going to be in uh, uh, Wakanda forever. We know she has a show, but we also got our first look at the villain. And it's a villain that we've talked about on the show before. But uh, I we're just... going to talk about her armor. What about her armor? I mean, we can't Looking talk like about her from, armor. From You're going straight to here. the cool stuff. It, it, her armor looks It looks like her... It doesn't, not exactly the same, but her, the, the, her armor looks Transformers-y in the comics. This, this looks, I don't know, like cheap Iron Man 
that's what it looks like, and that's what it's supposed to look like. Do you like. think we'll get to the good armor from the comic? 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had concept art, like legitimate Marvel concept art out there, not <laughs> like that bullshit Modoc yes. stuff. Really? No fan art? Of what she looks like? Yeah. I haven't seen that. Anyway, well, while I look that up, because I want to see what she looks like in her actual armor. You know, I, for, I forgot what Riri's Mark One looked like. That's not bad. It's similar. Yeah. yeah. That's not bad for what they got in the uh, Her Mark One looked like Buzz Lightyear? Her Mark One looks like a, a mandroid. Remember what the mandroids really? looked like? Yes. Yeah. I can't remember. I just remember she came out and it was weird. Um, it wasn't. She wasn't a good character, in my opinion, until she went on her own and was less Iron Man Jr. replacement. Uh, what was the team she joined? She was on the Champions. Champions. The champions. Yeah. When she joined the Champions, she got her own logo and she kind of made her own suit. Yep. That, that that's when Re- which Re- I love. I love that current with her arc reactor is actually a heart. Yep. But uh, who's the villain that we got to see, Huey? Bill Belichick. The hoodie. <laughs> or the hood. <laughs> those keeping score at home. The hoodie. Um, uh, yeah, the hood. Yeah, the hood. So he is Parker Robinson. It's like he's a D character if you think of like when you think about his his power set and who he is, but he was an Avengers level villain who was really involved in a lot of cool stories. Um it's just his powers come from some boots and a, a hood. Uh, <laughs> it, basically, he's a criminal. He was robbing somebody. He shoots a demon, steals the hood and boots. He was wearing stolen boots from a Hydra agent that somebody wanted. They tried mugging him, so he gave them the boots, put on these other boots. Turned out he could levitate with them, put on the hood, realized he could turn invisible when he held his breath, and then started using that to build a criminal empire. To the point where he went up against Kingpin and was involved in a lot of major, major storylines, the Illuminati, and uh, he could uh, see scrolls. The Hood gave him the ability to identify scrolls when they were there, so for a secret invasion. He was a really cool magic-based... If you took uh, Kingpin and Doctor Strange and smashed them together, that is the Hood. That's kind of cool. That's... Pretty much it. <laughs> um, and by the way, the, uh, the uh, actor playing him, because I know you guys had a question about it earlier. Uh, it's Manny Montana. Manny if, Montana. Uh, did Stan Lee create him? No, nah. but he was in one episode of Lucifer. He played a junior. His name was Junior in the one episode. Um, yeah. Two, 2016, <laughs> I guess. Must have been one of the first episodes. Uh, I got to uh, say, I love this design. The the art that the that you said Shit. that there was released for what she would look like they they just took her original design and merged it with like the color scheme with their new design, so her original design was much more Iron Man-y, all new, all different Iron Man, and then eventually she gets that right. pink that pink yellow and gray black look, so it's that yep. just with the color scheme of Iron Man. Looks yeah, great. It's not bad. Looks pretty cool. That's <laughs> pretty cool armor. Um, but the hood is supposed to be involved in much more than just her show they're going to compare him to what's his name from uh kang kang so he's going to be another kang level type villain which makes sense with his ability to see the scroll and his competition with kingpin i think this is what is his what is his cloak tied to in the comics his current one or his first one his first one his first one was dermama which i don't think they're going to do that one well, they might say it's from Dramamu, but give him the powers of the second one. Hey, Menti wants Cthone, so maybe they'll just do a little 180 and go, it's Cthone. Would make hey, sense. Just a, just a heads up before I get slaughtered in the comment section. I was wrong. It is Anthony Ramos. That's who's playing. Uh, that is less hood. alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stan, Stanley like had that. nothing to do with him now. <laughs> no. Um, the big difference between the two cloaks is for the first cloak, he literally had to hold his breath. In order to be invisible, now he can just kind of do it. He has other powers. That's uh, he does carry two handguns, which <laughs> it looks like he's shooting magic from them. But actually, he just kind of uses them to focus the power. He can do it with and without the guns. He can just point his finger out and shoot the magic bullets out of them. So be like the Todd McFarlane toys that don't have guns that have the finger guns. Do do? Are they going to be like surrounded in <laughs> translucent purple? 
and green. Green. Hmm. Have we seen green yet? In yeah, Doctor Strange. Hmm. Good point. Isn't yeah yeah greens and yellows. Like I said, I think they're gonna have him. It's gonna tie into Daredevil. It's gonna tie into Secret Invasion. This is a character that's both street level and uh, uh, Omega level. I was gonna say for he, certain things. He definitely was a lot of street level characters. Like Luke Cage went up against him a lot of times. So did Iron Fist. Because he's a criminal and he right. he has his own criminal empire. So it's gonna be cool to see maybe him take the place of the hand for Daredevil. So they don't have to go down that weird hand storyline that they already touched on and if it's they're keeping the continuity. Mm-hmm. So his introduction and the comic accurate costume looks pretty good. Uh, we'll see what they do in post-production it, for. <laughs> it's not hard to get a comic accurate with the... It is, though, because they could have turned it into a weird trench coat. You you know what Marvel does to things. They, they could have, but just give the guy a red cloak and you're good to go. So. <laughs> huh. So we're actually not far from getting the champions on live on li- in live action. Like they, yeah, we're not far from it. A Nova show, Nova and Miles, and you just bring in Viv with Vision. Wow. And Nova, we do, know do, Nova's getting something. And Miles, if, if Miles goes, if we go three more movies and Miles doesn't show up, that would be shocking. The Champions book does pretty well. Do you think they'll just screw the screw Young Avengers and just do Champions? Uh, apparently, Young Avengers is not Young Avengers. They're Avengers Academy. The rumor is the 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 title for Young Avengers is being shifted to Avengers Academy. Hmm. Which I kind of like. I kind of like. Because Tony has no money anymore and he's dead, so there are no Avengers. <laughs> What's up? There are right now. Because there's no. no more Tony money and Tony's dead, so there's no Avengers. Yeah, because without Tony's money, who's pay, who's funding this? I mean, Deadpool. The, the original Avengers Academy that came out of um, Dark Dark Reign. I really enjoyed. Well, it's going it to, the rumor is it's in name only. It's literally just, you know how like Thunderbolts is essentially the Dark right. Avengers. But like Avengers Academy was like part of the 50 state initiative and all that stuff. So it's a, it's a rhino. <laughs> Although, I mean, Sorry. look, I think the champions could do really, very well. I think the champions would be a, it would be a good little Disney plus miniseries. Yeah. Although we'll that would be a see movie. see what happens. That would be a movie. All right. Uh um, yeah. About all that. Do that um, thing. Um to wrap yeah. it up, DC's okay. Don't get all you know work. Uh we talked about <laughs> some turtle stuff that was exciting and not exciting. Prey was fifty fifty and meh, but good, but meh. And then yay for comic accurate costumes. Menti, do that thing. <laughs> you can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. It's a Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. We appreciate all the support we've been given. Like, comment, rate, subscribe. It all goes a long way. Head over to Moscow Collects. Buy some stuff. You know, support the show. Bitches. Support that man. Apparently, we got Boba Fett helmets coming. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pay up, mother <laughs> Oh, jeez. Uh, all right. On that note, got to pay our dealer. Well, I'm Menti. I'm Moscow. I'm Huey. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to check That's us out. That's all I got today. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm Mr. Mauer. I'm tired of all your bullshit, people. Yeah, I, you know what? And Lady Gaga's tired of yours. Deuces. Look for Mauer in the comments. Uh, uh,